So um, one of the things that we also wanted to ask you about uh, that has been of significant influence to us is is this uh, is the Questlove documentary film um, Summer of Soul, uh, often referred to. Um, well, I think actually, sorry, the, what the film is about is the Harlem Cultural Festival, uh, which ran for three years, but the the, the peak and culmination of that was the uh, occurred in the summer of 79 is and is often referred to as the as the black woodstock right summer of um, 69 mm-hmm. yeah. uh yeah mm-hmm. and we you know it's a, it's a magn- it's an extraordinary documentary it's com- completely compelling the performances and the, the commentary are compelling and uh we, i would love to hear you know um, your comments about this in particular because i did read uh, a piece you you wrote about um the Harlem Cultural Festival in the in the New York Times, um, I think maybe just before the documentary came out, maybe, but I haven't quite checked the sequence. But it was a great piece. So, given that we are on the the topic of of you know black culture, even if we've been focusing more on the contribution of of black women to uh, popular culture, uh, would love to hear you, your own thoughts on the the significance of, of that festival and of the and of the documentary by by Questlove. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Um, I, I have to thank the New York Times for giving me the opportunity to write about the festival. Um, they came to me, and it was such a gift because. I, like most people, knew nothing about it. And, yeah, I knew nothing about it and, um, you know, spent spent a good few weeks researching it and reaching out to a variety of different creatives in New York who were either aware of it or who were, you know, working on projects that are certainly, you know, part of the legacy of the festival, including... Um, some of the creatives behind the long-running Afropunk festival, which you know has all sorts of transatlantic um, iterations uh, um, as well now, and um, it was that piece ran um, the, it, during the 50th anniversary summer of Woodstock, and so there was a real kind of you know commitment to on the Times part to ongoing coverage of that anniversary and to think about the wider lens in which we can view that moment of Woodstock. And so the festival came to the fore um, as this untold story. I mean, in a separate separate context, I've worked with Amir Thompson, um, been very lucky to work with him a couple of times. Um, The first time we met was right before he and his band, The Roots, um, became the house band for The Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon's The Tonight Show. And it was after James Brown had passed and I invited him. I invited Greg Tate. I believe he and my dear friend Greg Tate met at the conference. At least it was one of the first times, if not the first time they had ever met and spent time together. I remember remember Amir asking Questlove, no, sorry, I remember Amir asking Greg Tate about what's Robert Christgau really like. So that was like a moment of deep, <laughs> deep black, black wonkishness that was really fun to be at the dinner table. Cause Christgau was also there. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but um, so he and I worked together for that event. And then he also came to the David Bowie and Prince conference, which I organized and, January of 2017 here at Yale. So he and I worked together. I had no idea he was working on this film and I didn't have any conversation with him 
about the festival when I was working on the piece. So it just felt beautiful and serendipitous and also completely not surprising at all that he would, you know, have been working on this project, which is a masterpiece in which I hope wins every possible award this coming year. And I hope when he, I hope and trust when he wins the at least best Oscar documentary award, if Todd Haynes wins for Velvet Underground, there will be, there will, there will be a lot of feelings. <laughs> um, but I hope he dedicates the word to, to Greg. Um, I know mm. he'll say something lovely. Um, mm. So I um, wanted to be able to, in my own writing about the festival, um, think panoramically, uh, um, which is how the film kind of, you know, speaks to me as well. Think panoramically, panoramically about the festival, meaning to be able to capture um, what was indelible about the performances, but also the um, key role, the central role, um, the, um, you know, indispensable role of the audience and the community and the making mm. of those performances mm. and to try to thread that needle was something that I felt like was important to do. And I, I remember writing it and feeling just um, so humbled by the idea of the beauty of community being able to come together in the way that it did in, in the run of so much grief as, you know, a, a, a blood soaked decade in the midst of a blood soaked history of struggle was coming this, to this a was close. A, it was, yeah. It was a year after the death of uh, the assassination of Martin Luther King. Right. So, right. And just, and, you know, and, and, what and a decade that, of, you know, yeah. a very public, you know, slaughtering of leaders, you know, Medgar Evers, Malcolm X, you know, as well as, you know, just young people who were, you know, so devoted to the movement, you know, Schwerner, Cheney and Goodman in Mississippi. So there is all of that, that pain and turmoil and struggle and resistance that is coursing through that moment. And, you know, we use this formulation holding a space for things now, I think it's a really striking and you know Im important and um, provocative formulation. And the event itself, those concerts, was about holding space, and also even in the context of holding space and memorializing, as Black folks have had to do since the boat touched the soil in 1619, um, we've also been able to use that holding space as a site of transmogrification. Um, and that's what Black Sound, you know, has been able to um, provide for us so radically is the ability to imagine a kind of, you know, perpetual mode of transforming um, and fugitivity and escape from present emergency. Um, you know, the kind of twinning of emergence and emergency is another formulation or, you know, pairing, conceptual pairing that often comes up in Black Studies. Fred Moden has written about it, many other people. 
And I think that that is something that you, that the film bears witness to um, and that I was trying to bear witness to in the writing is that kind of twin, the intersections of emergence and emergency in that moment. Yeah, I mean, just for I mean, it's, you know, it's beautifully, beautifully said. Um, just for listeners who um, don't, haven't quite drawn some of the l- lines here, um, Amir Thompson is Questlove, um, and um, and the archive these this forty hours of footage um, that was that, that was uh, of the of this. I think it was was it a series of five or six concerts held over that summer, lay in the archives untouched and almost unknown about uh for um you know since since you know indeed around the time that i guess you were writing this article and, and quest love i guess was getting access to the to this archives and it rate it the, the the film of course does you know raise this question of how there could be so much celebration of of the woodstock festival and the, you know, the harlem cultural festival which attracted pretty much the same if not more audience members uh, remained completely unheard of for all of that period so i think that's you know just something to kind of give some emphasis to and i really um you know i was I, the experience of watching this film was um it was it did give me a feeling of complete elation um the music and the color uh, the commentary, the the what, looking at the or being being given the privilege of, of of listening to the participants, from musicians to audience members, reflecting back on the feeling of being there, and what it meant for that community. In the in the New York Times piece, you described uh, it as a black sound utopia, and also referenced the way that this was sort of black pop as a transformative event. And I just wanted to just say something that is you know almost again out there for the listeners and I, I think just for Gemma and myself really is that you know this is really what we we you know and the parties we organize what we write about this is what we we feel committed to it's this ability to have this transformative experience uh, through something which I think you know is is really count really at core countercultural. so and you know yeah so 